Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Hello and welcome back to Joe vs. the Minute. I'm Jarf and with me as always is Tierney. Hi Tierney. Howdy. Happy Monday. Good to be back for a second week. So good to be back. And as a reminder, Joe versus the Minute is a movies by minute podcast in which we break down the fantastic fairy tale Joe versus the volcano, one minute of screen time per episode. And today we are talking about minute four. Oh, minute four. Researching this minute brought me a lot of joy. Tell us about your joy, Tierney. All right. So I looked into some of these credits because as Joe is walking into work, we are getting our opening credits down along the bottom of the screen. There is our original music score by Georges Delarue. People who have listened to me on other podcasts know how much difficulty I have with French names. We talked about how great the music is, and I was excited that this was a minute where we could shout him out again. I was excited about that too, and I've always appreciated the music, but I never really did a dive into George Delarue's career, and I was really impressed with how accomplished he is. Is that some of what you were looking at in your research as well? Oh, there's so much. I kind of gave up. <laughs> I was just like, this is a lot. <laughs> well, what really stood out to me, so he's he's this prolific French composer. He has this distinction in France called Commander of Arts and Letters, which I think is just what a title. really great title. And it just hit me that that must have been such a great get for this movie because he already was already coming into this as an Academy Award winner for A Little Romance. And so, you know, hearing people talk about making movies, you don't know what a movie is going to be when you just start making it. So it must have just been a fantastic feeling to get him on board. Oh, definitely. And it's original music score. We're going to hear some more of that. Right now we've got the lovely cover of 16 Tons playing. And we, I love all the music in this movie. It is a wide variety of styles. I'm really excited to talk about all the different music choices that they have in this movie. And, and in my research about the score and the soundtrack, I did find at least one instance where there was some original music that George Delarue wrote that ended up getting swapped out for popular song. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we get there, but it's kind of interesting to listen to them side by side get there. And speaking of the music that is playing right now, just want to give a shout out to the podcaster Pete Mummer. He is one of the co-hosts of Indiana Jones Minute, where he propagates? Is that the word? Uh, He is a big believer in the fever dream story that Han Solo is having a carbonite fever dream about being an archaeologist in the 1930s and 40s. (laughs) And that is what Indiana Jones is. Well, casting by Marion Doherty. Oh. Right on the same line. Peter, don't you call me. (laughs) I think this is all a fever dream and it all loops back together. I just thought it was funny that I was looking at that credit right at that line and I'm like, it's all coming together now. (laughs) 
It's so funny that you say that because I I love Pete's fever dream theory. The first time I heard it was Crystal Beth talking about it on Fifth Element. And I've always had a strong association between the fever dream theory and movies by minute podcasts in general <laughs> because of that. So I I went into this movie thinking now, what what could Joe versus a volcano be a fever dream? Like, what other movie is he having the fever dream that he is Joe Banks? Probably Castaway, right? Oh, that's a really good one. I was going to say, okay, hear me out on this. I'm blanking on his character's name, but Tom Hanks in A League of Their Own before he sobers up when he is still the fall down drunk. Could this be one of his dreams of what the future is? And it would explain the costuming in these opening scenes that's driving me nuts. Oh. What year is it? Nobody knows. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and we we actually get a credit for the costume designer a little bit later in this minute. So we'll want to talk about Colleen Atwood. Uh, but to well, your- Before we move off of Marion- Mm-hmm. Which I just picked up because Marion Ravenwood's one of the greatest characters that was ever created. But then I Googled Marion Doherty. Oh my goodness. You have to Google her. She is fabulous. Like that's the only way to describe this woman. Fabulous. Marion Doherty, what what was her role? She cast the movie. Oh, okay. And look at what else she's cast. I mean, I she's just, I love her. It turns out Marion's just like a great name. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she cast Urban Cowboy and Batman. Batman, Batman 1989. Batman, Batman. Tim Burton. Oh, nice. Oh, and so controversial at the time, right? Because everyone said, oh, Michael Keaton, what? Mr. Mom? No, you're crazy. He can't be Batman. And now legend. So, okay, Marion. Yeah, uh, I, so I like your Marion theory. And I like your League of the Own theory. League of Their Own. I think there's a lot to work with there. I could actually imagine it as a fever dream he had just one time he passed out in the dugout. That's what I was thinking. Like, not a true fever dream, but it's in that wheelhouse. The The summer sun gets really hot. It, mm-hmm. It's it, And kind of a mid-August, your team is behind by five runs. You're checked out of the game. And next thing you know, you're imagining... You're in this weird dystopian, sort of the 40s, sort of the 80s hell plant and and trudging into work with the saddest trudgers that ever trudged. And think about it. Are we going to see technology that didn't exist? Well, we're going to see a financial arrangement. We're going to see credit cards, which didn't exist during World War II as Correct. such. But a lot of what we see that is the 80s isn't really anything super advanced. So you could, if you were guessing about the future, you might guess a few things right and then just update the rest. Just like Star Trek did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're only on minute four and we've already figured out our our own movies by minute fever dream theory. And we didn't even have to get into the daisy of symbolism. <laughs> No, we didn't. So I mentioned Colleen Atwood. She's the costume designer. She has some really cool costume design credit. She designed Hannibal Lecter's mask. And she's worked a ton with Tim Burton. So she designed Edward Scissorhands. Ooh, nice. 
And I was trying to think, okay, so how does that translate to this movie? And you don't really see her flexing her unique costume design, really bringing out the character muscle so much until maybe they get to the island. I don't know. Everyone in this movie has to be attired just so to make their character work. Like, you need the difference between Dee Dee and Angelica and Patricia, and Joe has to evolve through his costumes, and... Like, everyone is evoking a very particular spirit, I feel Mm. like. That's a good point. I think it didn't strike me because the costumes are not aesthetically pleasing in the way that some of her later work is, just because 1990, but... From a, from a design standpoint, yeah, I agree. As someone who has actually asked herself, would Patricia Graynamore wear this while shopping? <laughs> I'm going to take slight umbrage at that, but I totally understand what you're saying. I mean, compared to the artistic license she's had in some other role, like, obviously, that's it's just totally different. You're creating, you're creating the character out of the look instead of having this character and like, okay, now I have to dress them appropriately. Like there isn't wiggle room when that's the case. Right. You know, if you have to play a creepy doctor in a lab coat, well, there is really only so much you can do with that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so that's fair. But I do think just because like I said, everything is so specific. Other than me making fun of the fact that these are all time travelers going into work. Right. (laughs) I mean, who enters work like this? Both the mechanism of the door and their outfits. (laughs) And I've already complained about the sidewalk. (laughs) Thank you for mentioning the mechanism of the door because it did really bother me. So to remind folks, they trudge up to the plant and then they cut to the reverse shot so that you see the door opening up. And then they all, yep, lightning bolt again. (laughs) What bothered me is that the door doesn't part in the middle and, (laughs) and slide both ways. It just only one part of it moves. It seems very inefficient to me. It's very awkward. But then you get something very funny once you get into the plant. So they've got this big, proud billboard declaring themselves the home of the rectal probe. How many satisfied customers? 712,765 satisfied customers. I mean, it's basically just like the Golden Arches of McDonald's. (laughs) Right, exactly. And it's it's a gag that I breeze over when I watch this movie in real time, but watching it minute by minute, it struck That's me. So just, many. It's so many. And they it's not the kind of device that you sell direct to customers. They would sell it to hospitals. So how how could there possibly be that many satisfied customers? How are they measuring satisfaction? Right, yeah. Are Scandinavian countries involved or? <laughs> yeah, so I, t- I question this whole campaign. But they're obviously very invested in it because that is a huge sign. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge sign. And wait until next minute when we get a really good look at the, their design for the rectal probe. <clears throat> I'm so mature. <laughs> 
I can't believe I just breezed through my notes so quickly, but most of Georges Delarue's stuff is in French, so I don't know what it is. <laughs> I didn't have a ton for minute four either. Well, I don't want to step on my notes for next minute because I need notes for next minute. <laughs> right, exactly. It's it's just very fitting that this episode is on a Monday because this is this is the most Monday of moods. Everyone coming into work first thing in the morning. We talked about their sad, slow trudge. I can't believe there aren't more Joe Banks memes to allow people to express their Monday mood. That's the one drawback of this being kind of a cult film. Because if this had been a bigger hit, Joe Banks would be everywhere. Joe Banks would be everywhere. And if Tom Hanks wasn't such a big star, then... If this was someone's one big movie, then there probably would be some Joe Banks memes. But if you just search for Tom Hanks memes, there's so many other bigger movies that it just gets kind of lost in the shuffle. That's true. Well, we hope that you, listener, are having a better Monday and do not feel like you are a daisy being squashed by a period-inappropriate shoe. I guess I shouldn't say that. People wear from all eras that came before them. So that woman could just be super into that style. Yeah. So we get a shot of that one lone daisy who's fought its way through the concrete and everybody walks by it. But then just as you think it's going to survive, you see it gets squashed by that stylish shoe and you don't see- And it's like in time with the music, the clank. Mm, It's really good. Should we do a deep dive into the symbolism that it is a woman who squashes the daisy? This was 1990, but let's think of it as a 1980s movie since that's when it would have been being created. And the rise of women in the workforce. Oh, yes. This sounds like it could go into a very bad... (laughs) Told you, the daisy of symbolism! (laughs) It sounds like it could go into a rough direction that would make you question Shanley quite a lot. (laughs) Or just get really mad that women were told we could have it all, and then we're like, so you'll do it all. (laughs) No, wait a minute! That's not what that's not what they were asking for. And also, why do we still not have the ERA? <laughs> but you didn't see that coming <laughs> this minute. Nope, and we're just getting started on our week, so so oh my who, goodness. who knows where we'll end up. I was like, wait, were you transitioning me out? That was quick. <laughs> <laughs> you just you never know and I promise I will be uh, much more upbeat as the week goes on it's just I mean our big gag this minute is about rectal probes and it's (laughs) Monday and it's just it's all weird I just want to go hang out with Marion Doherty and help discover Dustin Hoffman (laughs) okay yes exactly and as I've said following a movie minute by minute you sort of live in the world of the movie And so I think we're just kind of picking up on a little bit of this Monday doldrum vibe. So as Tierney said, we hope that you are having a better Monday than Joe Banks is, a better Monday than we are. And we also hope that you'll join us in the Joe versus the Minute listeners luggage craft. Did I say that right? Luggage raft. Luggage raft. Although if we ever do a crossover with the craft minute, that would be amazing. (laughs) That would be really good. 
So yes, our Facebook group is the Joe versus a Minute Listener's Luggage Raft. And maybe there are some creative folks that can make some Joe Banks memes and share them in the group. But either way, it's your chance to connect with other fans of this movie and other listeners of the podcast and share your takes as well. Check us out on Twitter at Joe versus Minute, on Instagram at Joe versus Minute as well. And I think that about covers it for minute four so where to next journey seven thousand uh, oh, i messed it up <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna make a joke about how many satisfied customers we had but no alas I do not think this podcast has 712,765 customers yet. We're only at minute four. Give us time. Until then, we'll just have to sail away from the things of man. That sounds really good. Away from the things of man. Now I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go when the volcano blows. Let me say now, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where I'm gonna go on the volcano. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.